Football Podcast. Let's talk about Juventus because I want to put together uh, a best Juventus 11 in history of all time. And the reason for that is Juventus have celebrated 100 years of the Agnelli's, uh, 100th anniversary of the Agnelli family takeover, um, which there was a big celebration on, on Tuesday with uh, all the legends turning up, Zinedine Zidane, Alessandro Del Piero. Um, they, they did a, 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 a legends game. Uh, on one side, there was Peruzzi, Torricelli, Juliano, Antonio Conte, Matchery, uh, Montero, Basali, Marchisio, Zidane. The coach was Platini. And then on the other, other side, there was Storari. I mean, I guess they, they had to probably fill up the numbers. Carrera, uh, Delivio, Simone Pepe. They're definitely filling up the numbers. Ravanelli, Ferrara, Evra, Mandzukic, Edgar Davids. Del Piero and then Lippi and Pesotto as, as the coach. Uh, and they, they, it was a really, really nice event. And um, they they also did a really lovely tribute remembering Gianluca Vialli um, as well. And so, yeah, it was a, re- it was a really, really nice evening. Um, what I want to do, though, is um, I want to put together, to remember these 100 years, that the greatest 11 of Juventus's history and I've picked a... First of all, I have to say that I'm only selecting players that came after the late 1950s, that, that were playing from the late 1950s onwards because... So no John Charles then, yeah? Well, John no. Charles... No, I have included John Charles in my, in my discussion um, because I have seen lots of John Charles because there is lots of footage of him playing, mm. you know, from the 50, late 50s onwards is where mm. basically there is available footage in terms of of matches of, of these players. If you, before the fifties, there's virtually, there's nothing at all. You, you get the odd kind of, you know, video here and there, which is not very good quality, but is, you know, it's impossible to, I mean, Juventus had a dominant team in the 1930s. They had all the, a lot of the world cup 1934 team. They won loads of Scudetti in the 1930s, but I can't tell you anything about how good those players are. Because I haven't seen any of them actually play. So it's pointless me, including players like Luis Monti and, and these kind of players. So I've only, I've only chosen from players that were playing in the 90, late 1950s onwards till till today. Um, and I've picked the 4-3-1-2 formation. The reason being that, you know, traditionally Italian football always had a number 10 playing behind the attackers, the traditional number 10. So I wanted to have one of those in my team. And um, I wanted to have a two-man attack, none of this kind of wingers stuff, which Italian football didn't really... Italian football has never really used wingers or even really produced many wingers until recently, the last decade. So I haven't gone for a winger system. I've gone for a 4-3-1-2. So first of all, I'll start with the goalkeeper. Um, It's out of two two goalkeepers for me, really. And I mean, Stefano Toccani was was also uh, probably third third best goalkeeper Juventus have had. But it's really out of two men. It's out of Gigi Buffon and Dino Zoff. Buffon, of course, at Juventus for the best part of 20 years. And Dino Zoff uh, at Juventus for uh, well, a decade and a half um, as well, um, and both of them winning so many, so many Scudetti, legends for for club and country. Both the longevity of both of them, um, both of them at, not only for 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 Juventus, but competing against each other for best ever Italy national team goalkeeper and even for best ever goalkeeper in, in football history. So 
it is it is a very very difficult. But I mean, I think I'm I think I'm going to go for I think I'm going to go for Buffon. Uh, Dinozov. Uh, he he is an institution in Italian football. Uh, he's an institution in, um, in 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 at Juve. If you look at what he won when he was at Juve, uh, look, uh, you, I I can't go past him. I mean, we're talking about someone who won the Euros and the World Cup with Italy. Um, he 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 was part of. He was the last defender, if you will. Of the of the Juve goal in front uh, ahead of him, probably the greatest defense the Juventus have ever had, which we're going to get to in a moment. Uh, so I, I can't go past Dino Zoff. For me, Dino mm. Zoff is. If Zoff had won a Champions League, I probably would have gone for him. But he left just before, well, a couple of years before they won that first yeah. European Cup, uh, and then obviously, I mean, Buffon didn't win a Champions League either, unfortunately. But but uh, but yeah, I mean, um, uh, it's very close. It's very close. You can go for either um, right back. So, I've, I've my shortlist was Claudio Gentile, Lilian Turam, Antonello um, Cucuredu, and Stefan Licksteiner. And if you want to throw in a, another more recent one, Juan Cuadrado. Um, I've gone for Claudio Gentile, Gentile because Gentile, he was. Uh, I mean, he was again. He was there for for you know over a decade. Uh, the you know one of the, the the most feared hard men that we've ever seen in football. Uh, just have a look at his man marking jobs that he did on Zico and Diego Maradona at the 1982 World Cup. But I mean, some of the legendary stories of of uh, of, of 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 his tackling um, at Juventus and his man marking and his fouls from behind and his shirt pulling and his. I mean, is is is. I mean, he was, he, you know, he was one of the best man markers there, there's been, uh, tough as nails. But you know, any of those other names, Turam, you know, is up there. But he didn't play, you know, for Juventus. Played for Juventus for five years, whereas Gentile was there for for a bit longer. So, you know, and Turam also played at centre back for the last two or three years of his time at Juventus. Um, other, you know, I, I would go for Gentile. No, it has it's it it's Claudio Gentile who was anything but Gentile when he played. He was he was he was unbelievably tough. Um, he he was nicknamed Gaddafi, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Well, he was born in Libya he and he did look a bit like Gaddafi as yeah, well. Very in, dark in, skin. Yeah, he, yeah, he was he was unbelievable uh, as a player. And I remember, I think he f- how many times did he foul Maradona in 1982 in that in that 19? Yeah. I, think, I think that's the record. Uh, Mario Kempes famously said of Claudio Gentile, he followed you everywhere, even to the toilet at half time. <laughs> you know, he was he was everywhere. My favorite story of Claudio Gentile was um there was an award ceremony for the Ballon d'Or, and Kevin Keegan won the won the won the Ballon d'Or. And he so he went up to to to, to go and collect his story, uh, to collect his uh, his trophy. And uh, as he as he passed the aisle, he passed where where Gentile was 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 sitting, and Gentile stuck out his foot and tripped up Keegan as he <laughs> as he was walking past, and he and he whispered in the ear of of, of Kevin Keegan said, "If I'd have marked you, you wouldn't have won any Ballon d'Or." <laughs> it's a bit of an urban legend, and but it's, it's a fav- it's my favorite kind of Gentile story. It's just magnificent. Um, let's go to left back now. Now. 
there's three three options for Juventus. There's Antonio Cabrini, there's Gianluca Zambrotta, and then probably as a as a far away third, Gianluca Pesotto. Um, so it's really out of Cabrini and and Zambrotta. And I think you can you can choose either for them, but I'm going for Cabrini because for the same reason for Taram, Zambrotta played as a as a wide midfielder, um, and then probably only maybe three or four years maybe at Juventus he played as a as a as a wing back, whereas Cabrini again well over a decade um, uh, at, at Juventus, an absolute an absolute legend. Um, modern, one of the first kind of modern Italian fullbacks as well, kind of getting forward, overlapping, great crosser and um, great defender one-on-one as well. So Cabrini for me. Has to be Cabrini. Again, that is the greatest back line probably ever. Gentile, Cabrini, Shirea. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable the, the, what they did, and no, no, it's it's coming. Yeah, part of the nineteen eighty two team as well. Yeah. Um, so centre backs. Now, I think there's one centre back, and unless you massively uh, um, object, I think there's one centre back yeah. who's an absolute guarantee in this, and there's no debate over him, and that's Ga- Gaetano Shirea. There's no discussion. There's, there's no, no discussion. discussion. He's one of the best centre backs of all time. Um, the probably after Franz Beckenbauer, the best sweeper or libro as we would say that, there, that there's been I mean unless you call you might call Franco Baresi uh, a libro but I wouldn't personally I would call him more of an attack like a more of an aggressive kind of uh, centre-back than that but yeah he's he's after after Beckenbauer him and Baresi are you know um, in in that uh, you know for the libro in the libro equation if we're talking about just as a libro Chiré was 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 just perfect the way that he read the game his elegance um, he was the good cop to the bad cop of Gentile. Like he, he rarely, exactly. rarely got booked. Uh, I think he only got booked once in his career, if I'm not mistaken. Never yep. got sent off. Um, he was a true gentleman, a true gentleman. On and off the pitch. Cap- yeah, on and off the pitch. He was the captain, uh, and it was just tragic, you know. And he won everything as well. Like Cabrini, he won every single trophy in um, in club football. He won all three of the major European trophies. He won. Goodness knows how many uh, Serie A titles he won the World Cup, um, and he was magnificent bringing the ball out of defence, starting the attacks. He joined as an extra midfielder, so he was quite modern in that sense. He became an extra midfielder as well. Uh, have a look at the the way that he set up the the goal for Marco Tardelli. He brought the ball out uh, for Marco Tardelli, Tardelli's second goal in the the nineteen eighty two World Cup um, final. Uh, he was, you know, magnificent, and it was just so tragic. One of the Italian football's biggest tragedies when he died uh, in a car crash at the age of, he was thirty six, I think he was. Um, yeah, massive tragedy. So, yeah, Shirea definitely. No, Shirea goes without saying. Again, the the one of the greatest defensive lines of all time, and he mm. won everything. So, no, Shirea. Yeah, fantastic. And then the other centre back, I think, is a little bit more difficult. There's a few players you could you could maybe or maybe two, I I would say. So I'm going to read out who I've got as my shortlist. I hope I haven't missed anyone. So we've got Chiel- Giorgio Chiellini, Ciro Ferrara, Leonardo Bonucci, Basali, Paolo Montero, Sergio Brio, Fabio Cannavaro. Though he was only there for two years. Sandro Salvadori, who was in the '60s, great defender in the '60s. And then Jurgen Kohler. I guess we could probably add Turan there as well. Although I guess again he swapped between right back and centre back, which kind of penalises him in both positions. I guess. Um, so I'm torn here between Chiellini and Ciro Ferrara. 
Uh, no, it has to be Ciro Ferrara for me. If you look again, the career, what he did for Juve, how important he was. And also, before that, at Napoli, look, if you, I, I, I think you have... Yeah, but I, we're judging I, him on his Juventus. Yeah, but I mean, I can't, not... I can't go past Ferrara, Ciro Ferrara. I, I just can't. I think he was unbelievable. I think the, what he actually did at Juventus was truly, truly remarkable. Yeah, it's really, really tough for me. It's really, really tough. I mean, I think they're both equally brilliant, both world-class defenders, world-class centre-backs, um, both incredible longevity. I mean, Ferrara, remember him in the Champions League final at 37, I think, in in 2000, or 36, 2003, and he was still world-class in that game. Um, and you know, Chiellini, of course, <laughs> We saw how good he was into his late 30s, winning the Euros at nearly 37 and being brilliant there. So, you know, the appearances, Ferrara was there 11 years, Chiellini was there even longer. Um, the trophies, they both won so many trophies. I mean, Ferrara, the advantage Ferrara has on Chiellini is he won the Champions League uh, and he was Juventus' best defender in that Champions League um, as well in 96 and got to two other finals as well. So, yeah, I could... I could. I, it's toss a coin. It's toss a coin. Um, uh, I'll go for Chiellini just to <laughs> just, just to, to go, go just to just to counter you. But honestly, I think they deserve to share that position. Mm. Okay, um, let's move on to the midfield now. So three, we're going with three central midfielders here. Um, I'll read out all the shortlist first. Um, we can't discuss all of them because it will take us too long. So Marco Tardelli, Edgar Davids, Pavel Nedved. Dedier Deschamps, Andrea Pirlo, Zinedine. No, I'm going to leave out Zinedine Zidane. I'm going to put him in the number 10 role. Uh, Giuseppe Furino, Arturo Vidal, Paul Pogba, Marchisio, Antonio Conte, Romeo uh, Benetti. Uh, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. And we'll come on to the number 10s in a bit. So I'll tell you who my three are. My three are Marco Tardelli, Edgar Davids and Pavel Nedved. Those are my three. I think you have to have Tardelli. I think uh, that that is goes without debate. Um, and then such a complete midfielder, such yeah. a complete centre He could do everything. Like really could. magnificent defensively, hard man, put in tackles, covered every blade of grass. So fit, the stamina up and down, um, but also a goal threat, uh, aggressive, competitive, a winner. Uh, he was he was scored goals. I mean, yeah, he was he, he was yeah won everything as well. Like like these other guys we said, um, part of the great Trapattoni team. So Tardelli definitely for me. No, no, f- without a doubt Tardelli. Then I think it's I think it's up there um, because Juve. I mean, I loved. I think Antonio Conte, Deschamps. I hated Antonio Conte with. <laughs> a passion when he played. Uh, I think Boniek, you know, louder. I mean, there's so many players. I, I, it's, it's so difficult. Pirlo was unplayable. Um, Marquisi was a club legend. Um, Vidal was unbelievable. It's yeah. so difficult. I think it's so difficult, but I think I have to go with Pavel Nedved and Tardelli for sure. Yeah, but I probably... mean, Nedved, Nedved, I'm being a bit cheeky putting him in midfield. He was really a left midfielder. In a yeah, but at the but, same but, time, but, you know, he can play there, and, I, and I'm just and he I'm, won a Ballon d'Or, didn't he? We were playing for he you. He won a Ballon d'Or, yeah. And he I was mean, played, unbelievable. I know yeah, Arsenal was, fans are still really annoyed because they 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 Thierry think he Henry, stole yeah. from Thierry Henry, but I think that 
for me, the, the reason why I think Nedved deserved that Ballon d'Or was that semi-final against Real Madrid. I think he oh, was, magnificent. He the whole season is magnificent. And, and I yeah, think but that was, cost, the, that was the Chileguina sola torta. I mean, that, that was cost just, Juventus the final, him being suspended. Yeah, for the, it, no, for it the did. Final. I don't think Milan win that game if yeah. Nedved plays. Because he mm-hmm. was, for me, he was the best player on, in the world then. Yeah. Um, on on that that year, he was unbelievable. But I mean, Edgar Davids was was just insane. He was um, incredible. Was but insane. but I I can't not have Antonio uh, Andrea Pirlo there. I think Pirlo mm-hmm. Pirlo did it. Juve, the the last. I mean, he was already a legend when he came to Juve, but then the to 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 extend his world class career by three four years playing at a ridiculously high level. Mm. It's tempting, yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult, like leaving Pirlo out. But again, I guess you've also got to look at the. I always look at the era as well, and I just think Italian football was so much was at its peak. It was the best league in the world when these Tardelli, Davids, Nedved was playing, um, or mm-hmm. one of the best when Nedved was playing, and the level with Pirlo was dot dropped a lot. So you know, yeah. You but know, then he, again, Pirlo won so many things, um, mm. and also. Well, he won four titles, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, like, you can't. And he also it. took them to two Champions League. I mean, finals. I think it's also harsh leaving Deschamps out because he was magnificent. He was for, unbelievable. For, he was so important. Five years as well. So Juventus. important. Mm. Um, and he also won the Champions League, didn't he, with you? So, yeah. No, nah, look, you, you know, for, for me, I'm going to go with Tardelli, Nedved, Pirlo. Mm. I'll go Tardelli, Nedved, Davids. I mean, Davids was that was was just a force of nature, and he was just. It's just unbelievable. Mm. He, he won everything. He was everywhere. Tackles. I mean, he was so fast, so aggressive. I mean, he was he was insane. Uh, scary to play against. The kind mm. of player I would hate hate to play against someone like David to be on you all the time. Um, uh, before we get to the number ten, I mean, like I said, because it's a four three one two, we can't include wingers. Franco Calcio, if mm. we're playing a winger system, would be in it. He's the best right winger, I think, Italy. I've had maybe him or Donadoni. He was absolutely world class. and Calzio were just... Yeah, Calzio was insane. Um, and then, you know, you've got others like Delivio, Camerone, I mean, these guys can't consider them. They wouldn't get in, but, you know, so those are those are the those are the others, the, the wingers. Um, the number 10, the number 10 position. So these are the number 10s that are up there. Um, Michel Platini. Then we have Zinedine Zidane. We have Michael Laudrup, uh, Boniek, Possibly, and then Andreas Moller and Liam Brady, or those two weren't at Juventus for particularly long, but they were they still excellent there. Um, for me, it's Platini. No, it has down. to be Platini. If we're going just off of what he did at you, what, what they did at Juve, Platini won everything with Juve. Hmm. I mean, he was he was unplayable um, yeah. at Juve. The level that he played at. I don't think any Juventus player in the attacking phases ever reached. No, not over those that course of the height. Certainly, three to four years, yeah. he was just—he was insane. No. The in every possible he, way. In every possible way. I mean, mm. the way that the height, the high level that he played at. I don't think anyone in an attacking position has played for Juve under that the, no. such a long time, and and that was Trapattoni's Juve that literally won every single title available. He was to. he was he was Serie A top scorer from the number ten position as an attacking midfielder. Mm. Serie A top scorer three years in a row. He won mm. the Ballon d'Or three years in a row. Yeah. 1982, 83, 1983, 84, 1984, 85. He won he won the the, the cup winners cup and of course the European Cup. He scored the winner in the final of the European Cup. Of course, it was a overshadowed by the tragedy and it's something that mm. kind of don't even really want to celebrate but you know just showed 
what an incredible player, but the goals he scored, uh, the free kicks, um, the vision. He's the he's the best player of all time for vision, for for mm-hmm. long range vision, for vision, for through balls, for chip through balls. There's never been anyone better than him. Mm-hmm. Like, his long range, medium range range passing, absolutely insane, insane. And his long shot for a right foot, one of the best long shots, one of the best shots. I mean, just absolutely out of this world. So he's there. I mean, Zidane. Of course, Zidane. No, legend. Zidane was unbelievable. But you Zidane, can't... the thing was Zidane. Zidane was unbelievable for about the first two years: eight, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight, and then actually three so so years at Juventus. If we're honest, but Juventus' team was bad in those th- those three latter seasons. Um, so for the first two seasons, purely world class and an incredible team. Um, and then is yeah, like I said, the others: Laudrup, Boniek, Mola. I loved Mola. Liam Brady was fantastic for two years and they sold him to, in order to, to sign Platini, not because he was he was bad, he was brilliant. It was because um, the foreign rule, you could only have two foreigners, so they had to they had to get rid of him to make way for him. <clears throat> okay, let's go to the attack now. And this is this is gonna be really, really difficult. Now, so I'll read out the shortlist first. Del Piero, Roberto Baggio, Roberto Bettega, Bonnie Perti, Omar Sivori, John Charles. Helmut Haller, Paolo Dybala, Carlos Tevez, David Trezeguet, Pippo Inzaghi, Mario Mandzukic, Pietro Anastasi, Fabrizio Ravinelli, Gianluca Viali, and Cristiano Ronaldo. How the hell do you possibly pick two players from well, that? Well, the first one is, again, who, what they did at Juve. Pintoricchio has to be there. Yeah. Del Piero has to be there. Like, mm. you can't not pick Del Piero. No. Um, then... Because he's sim- cause as a symbol as well. No, and also, he, again, what did his he records do at Juve? as well? What did he win at Juve? What did he? Well, he's got the most goals, most appearances. Uh, you know, six Serie A titles. Stuck with them through and through. Like more than just what is on the pitch. Just like everything around that, which mm. I don't always like including when when valuing the best player for a team. But I think is also is still important. Um, and yeah, won the Champions League as well. Um, I mean, yeah, amazing. And to be fair, he he was in the big games. Del Piero always performed for Juventus. Look at his look at his stats in big games. Look at what he won. Look at what he did. Look at now. Del Piero has to be here. Has to Mm. be here. And he always he always destroyed Real Madrid as well. (laughs) He loved playing against Real Madrid. If you get a if you get a standing ovation at the Santiago Bernabeu after you've scored two, three goals at the twilight of your career in the Champions League, mm-hmm. no, it's, yeah, as absolutely. an away player, it's just, no. Yeah. Del Piero has to be. I think we agreed. I think we agreed on Del Piero. Um, I don't know who to pick next. The second one is, is really difficult. Now, I love Roberto Baggio. I think he's the, he, for me, he's the best Italian football player in, that I've ever seen play. But and he was magical at Juve, no doubt. But if you compare to Ravanelli and Vialli and what they actually did at Juve in terms of what they won, or Tevez, what they won, mm, that's when it gets a bit difficult. Well, the, listen. The only reason why Badger is penalised um, at Juventus is because he well he didn't win. He did win the Scudetto. He won yeah. in his last season. He didn't win the Champions League. No. And didn't even play in the Champions League no. for, for Juventus. That's why he's penalised. Um, but 
at the same time, people forget that um, until, well, while Badjo was at Juventus, the UEFA Cup was just as strong as the Champions League. In fact, yeah, it was. many years it was actually stronger because yeah. back then you'd only have the winners of the Champions League in there. And the winners of the Euro- winners of their, of their of their cha- of their yeah. leagues, whereas the UEFA Cup you would have the, the second, place, third, second, fourth, third, fourth, and mm. and fifth in some countries in there. So it was much much tougher. It was basically like the Champions League today, but in straight yeah, it was straight two legged format, just missing the, the winners. Um, and what Badjo did in the in winning the UEFA Cup in ninety two ninety three was which was his best season of his career was insane. Well, thirty goals that year. Uh, he scored six goals in nine, um, and he absolutely destroyed Borussia Dortmund. I was going to say the Dortmund the game away. Dortmund game. Have a look at the goals he scored. The free kick, final. the free kick. I think it is. I can't remember if it's that game away at the Westfalen Stadion. Is one of the most insane free kicks I've seen. Hmm. It's it's truly a work of art. Um, I don't know if it's that year or a season after that or before that, but yeah. Well, they got to the se- in the five seasons he was there. Um, he got to the semi-finals of the of the of the Cup Winners' Cup. Um, uh, he got to the he won the, the, the UEFA Cup, and then he got to another final um, when they lost to Parma. Mm. I don't remember if that was the Cup Winners' Cup or the UEFA Cup. I'm forgetting now. Um, so, yeah, I think it was I mean, the UEFA Cup. I think yeah. Parma won the beat beat Juventus in the UEFA Cup. Yeah, they Cup did. They did. Yeah. Um, so 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 yeah, and obviously in Serie A, absolutely insane, and he won the Ballon d'Or as well. In night two, night three. I mean, I'll be honest. I I'm picking as a, with my heart. Yeah, I go with Bad Joe with my heart because he was my idol growing up. And I'm, my, I'm admitting my, yeah. in that. I'm yeah. going with my heart, but it doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to be picked as well because he was insane at Juventus and he, and for, for those five years he was at an insane level. Um, but you know, there's there's so many other so many other greats that you can. People in Zaghi was unplayable at Juve with Del Piero next exam. Uh, Carlos Tevez was ridiculous. Carlos Tevez um, was ridiculous, but he was there for two years, so yeah. it's a very, very short, short time um, there. I mean, Vialli, honestly, the, is... to be honest with you, the ones that I would, I'm, I, I would debate picking ahead of Badjo are Omar Sivori, mm. um, John Charles, yeah, who actually, up until the time of Maradona, was voted the greatest ever foreign foreigner in Serie A that yeah. just goes to show how good um he in was fact, after, even after Maradona he was still voted um, mm. in in one of the newspapers I don't think and I don't think it was Tutor Sport by the way it was one <laughs> of the others um which I, I find surprising I don't think for anyone above Maradona but yeah that goes to show how great he was yeah. so I think it's out of John Charles at Nihamosibra who had an incredible partnership in the late 50s and early 60s mm. uh, and also together with Bonnie Perti who yeah. died recently um, you know, so Sivori was like a little Messi, a little Dybala of the 50s and 60s. He mm. was really short, uh, temper- very temperamental, um, but amazing dribbling and, and skills and, and scored so many goals. He was magical. Um, so I think it's out Sivori, John Charles, I think, or, or maybe Bettiger, because Bettiger was there for over a decade and he, yeah. was, he scored so many goals during mm. that dominant era as well. So I actually think it's one of the oldies that I would, I would probably debate over. But also, over I mean, if you look at what Vialli did at Juve when they won the Champions League, and I mean, I don't know, I can't. Yeah. Oof, I mean, I love no. Vialli. I absolutely love him, but I, I wouldn't have him because mm. he was injured for a long time at Juventus. Yeah. He like, had two years where he basically 
didn't play. No, didn't His play goal much. record didn't score that many goals no, either. But, but he, but was, he was fantastic. Important. He was important um, those years when they when they. When they won, yeah, he was very important for his leadership. But no, I, I'm I'm going to go with my heart too. I I love Baggio. He's my favorite Italian player of all time. So I can't I can't. Mm. I, I I think probably John Charles or Sivari probably deserves it. Mm. To be honest with you, but John I'm going to go with Yeah, yeah. But I'm but also going to yeah. say this: like I have seen quite a lot of Sivari and John Charles, but but only you know nowhere near uh, enough to 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 come out and say you know. You know, compared to Badjo, who I who I grew up with and I saw so much of, you know, I haven't maybe haven't seen enough of Sivery or Charles to, you know, I've seen enough of them to know they were amazing players, but mm. and it was obviously can't weren't able to see them week in, win at week out. I've only seen the big games they played, so it's yeah for that reason I'm gonna gonna say I haven't seen enough of them. I'm going for Badjo. <laughs> yeah so there you go that's that's the team. Let us know in the comments who you would have as your as your greatest uh, Juventus eleven. Of, of all time this will this will be on our youtube page so so let us know in the youtube comments as well or let us know on twitter and and uh, yeah that's mine <laughs>